Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! We're going to start today, though, with something that doesn't happen very often. And every time I go down this route, it burns me in the rear end, as I obviously wish year after year after year for misery on 161st and River Avenue. And right now, the Yankees, as we sit here today at 15 and 15, are in last place comfortably, I might add. And, uh, you know, essentially nine back at Tampa, five teams in between, or four teams in between, three, essentially, uh, in a five-team division in Baltimore. Toronto and Boston as the Yankees now are uh, 500 after a pretty good start to their season where they won basically every series but not so good lately with series losses uh, of course to Texas series losses to Minnesota uh, a bad series to Toronto a bad uh, you know, a so-so series against the Twins at Yankee Stadium and a befuddling loss last night which we'll get to against the Guardians as the Yankees uh, try to address what this team is all about in 2023 a franchise that has not won a pennant since 2009. They can moan and groan, and they love to do it privately about the 2017 ALCS against Houston, about how they were robbed in that uh, best of seven because of sign stealing, despite the fact that the Yankees in the four games in Houston didn't hit themselves out of a paper bag. Uh, hit roughly about 150, did nothing in runners in scoring position, and uh, I know that Elvin Gaddis may have known what was coming with Sabathia, but when you start a 41-year-old in game seven of the ALCS. I mean, that's a little dicey. So from that standpoint, the Yankees, uh, who like to moan and groan about that until the cows come home, but that doesn't explain the other... couple of times they've lost to Houston in the postseason, including in 19 when they beat him in six games and um, and Altuve won the pennant, including, of course, last year where they were swept. They've had a lot of trouble against the Yanks, uh, but right now they're taking ALCS appearance because the Yankees are a disaster. The Yankees obviously always have trouble with Houston, but right now they're having trouble against everybody. They got a million injuries. Uh, their big acquisition in the offseason who they spent $162 million on, and the Giants didn't spend a penny on them, and that tells you all you need to know because San Francisco had money to burn in this offseason, as evidenced by their uh, efforts to sign Judge and then Correa, which both didn't work out. They spent did not spend $162 million at the Yankees then on Rodon, who, or Rodon, whatever his name is, who comes to Yankee Stadium and he can't answer the bell. Hasn't pitched at all. Bad back. Forearm tightness the whole nine yards. And God knows when you're going to see him. Severino was another one of never pitches. And the Yankees pitching scenario is what it is right now. Trying to get by with a lot of Clark Schmitz of the world, who the Yankees overrated out of the farm system. Stanton is always hurt. Donaldson's an old man. Now, Judge on the IL. They think that Harrison Bader is Joe DiMaggio. Really? But he's hurt too. His debut here forthcoming. And the Yankees are a complete mess in the American League. They got to go through a lot of ball clubs to make the postseason. Obviously, Baltimore's good. Obviously, uh, Toronto's a solid team. Blue Jays right now are, you know, 18 and 11. Made the playoffs last year. Beat the Yankees two out of three at the stadium. Baltimore has had an easy schedule, but they've won 19 of 28. Tampa, we know about. They've had the easiest schedule in the sport and now it will get tricky go look at the next seven series for the Jays for the Rays and they're very very hard but they've capitalized on the Tigers and the Athletics and the Reds and 
you know, Washington and Detroit, and they've, uh, you know, won 23 of their first 29, which has put the Yankees in this hole. Decent teams ahead of them. Even Boston uh, has a little something going right now, too. They're feisty. They got a good lineup. Uh, you know, Justin Turner's added a lot. They haven't had Duval. Uh, Sale hasn't really found his form yet. Uh, Paxson, maybe they get a little something out of him. Bullpen better. They've won a lot of ninth inning games, and they're two over 500. So the Yankees, even them ahead of the Yankees right now. And the Yankees have seven games with Tampa, which is forthcoming, and they're going to have to play this first series down at the trap without Judge, who they placed on the IL because of that hip scenario. So the Yankees are a mess. And then throw in the idea, of course, in which, uh, you know, obviously our little pal Aaron Boone doesn't really have a feel. I mean, I think peep the players like Boone. He has their back. They have his back. You know, he's one of the guys. You know, he doesn't get on him for not hustling. We've seen that a thousand times. Uh, you know, he has been overmatched at times in postseason play with some moves that are questionable. Uh, great guy, good to the media, represents the franchise well, a lot to like, don't get me wrong, but as far as actually breaking down a ball game and sitting in that dugout making calls uh, that affect one wins and losses, he just doesn't, he doesn't have a feel. I mean, we've seen it in the postseason when he's had, you know, relievers in games who should not see the, uh, uh, see the mound in a big spot last year against Houston, Michael King. We've seen him in the scenarios where he takes starters out too quick, then he leaves the starters in too long. He did that once with Severino and Sabathia. So, I mean, you know, it's just, he's just, you know, he doesn't really have a feel of how to handle it. And last night's a case in point. Herman's pitching wonderfully. He's an hour and 45 minutes. He's got one out in the ninth. He's given up soft contact, that famous phrase they use now. He gave up a bloop single to Quan over center, over second base with one out in the ninth. He had only thrown 88 pitches. The Yankees have a 2 nothing lead. He's got Rosario up there, who's not Al Rosen. All right, go look him up. And he sits there and he takes him out of the game. And he brings in, uh, you know, Holmes, who's not Mariano Rivera. And next thing you know, the Indians score three runs. And Holmes made an error, so let's remember that. But they score three runs. Peralta walks in the game winner with Zanino. And the Yankees end the Blues in the game 3-2. Where is the Don Zimmer in that Yankee dugout that's going to sit there and essentially, you know, give him an idea? You know, maybe Aaron, you give him another batter, you know, he's pitching great. Why Rush? Why Holmes, who's been up and down? You know, where is that guy? It's not the pitching coach, you know, who's got enough issues. He's not uh, sitting there and that. He, he hasn't seen any baseball, the guy they got from the, from the triple from college. So where is the guy there that's been around for 40 years, who's seen everything under the sun in the sport, who is not going to be basically, uh, you know, uh, uh, in, he's not going to be basically enraptured with numbers and, you know, basically do what the front office tells them to do with these stupid analytics and is going to manage the ball game with this, with a little hunch, with a little gut, with a little gumption, you know, based on what his eyes tell him, a little heart and say, you know, Adam, I know, you know, Aaron, he's done a great job here. They're playing. He's pitched well. You know, it's the ninth inning. The Indians don't have a great line. Rosario's not going to, Rosario's not going to get the ball out of the ballpark. If Ramirez is up and if he gets up in this spot, okay, bring the lefty in, turn 
turn him around, I'll buy that. But either let him face Rosario here, Aaron. What are you doing taking him out of the game? Takes him out of the game, and the Yankees end up losing because the Yankees just are, I mean, they're so subject to these analytics. The Yankees are so heavily into these analytics. Cashman, it's almost like the idea he's got a little string that he brings down the analytics and they sort of, uh, the nobody can see. They're ushered into the manager's office between every at-bat to tell him what to do. Uh, and it's just, it's a mess. And the Yankees, from that standpoint, really, you know, have a lot of trouble of getting themselves organized. And right now, they haven't, again, made the uh, one a pennant in a long, long time. Uh, you know, 14 years for a team that's got a $300 million payroll is a hell of a long time. Now, granted, listen, they, if they haven't played the A's. They haven't played the Nationals. They haven't played Detroit. I mean, you know, they haven't played Cincinnati. They haven't played the garbage uh, that uh, they haven't played, uh, you know, the, the, the Tigers, the A's, the Nationals, the White Sox. They haven't played the crap that is in the American League, and there's lots of garbage. And they haven't played those teams yet. So I understand, and when they get a chance to, you know, they got a good I mean, the, a, the Tampa went 17-2 and two against the aforementioned in 19 games. And that's why they're 23-6. and six. They went 17-2 and two against the A's, the Tigers, the White Sox, the Nationals, uh, you know, uh, uh, I'm missing it. Uh, uh, Oakland. I mean, they uh, that you know, 17 up and two down. Uh, throw in four wins against the Red Sox at home, and the Red Sox are a 500 team, and that's a good reason why Tampa is where they are. The Yankees haven't had that opportunity to play those teams yet, and they will bang and they will kill those teams because those teams don't belong, especially Oakland and Washington. They don't belong, and the Yankees will get their chance to fatten up on them too, but uh, you just get the idea that the Yankees can't quite figure out what to do to put together a real good ball club that, you know, it doesn't swing and miss. They still strike out way too much much uh, that, uh, you know, the manager's got a little feel of what's going on. I mean, the GM doesn't run things. I mean, the Yankees still have that, and, and that does drive you crazy. And the owner lets the manager do what he wants to do. He lets the GM do what he wants to do. Quote, unquote, it's not his department. Uh, you know, but the Yankees find themselves here on May 2nd in very uncomfortable and, you know, spots where they're not normally in, and that's in last place. Now, listen, I have done this. I've gone down this path a lot in my life, uh, sitting there for, you know, know 20 years on a station that did nothing but you know praise the Yanks and praise the Mets and I sat there rooting for losses all, t- all the time and there's plenty of day in the middle of the spring I sat there and I thought that maybe I was looking at this edition of the 1965 Yankee crew the first team that showed age and fell apart after that unbelievable run that the Yankees had uh, you know essentially from 1923 to 1964 a 40-year run where they were great every year. And then 65 was the first year where they got old right in front of everybody uh, and they were a disaster. I mean, and I have said, hey, you know what? Maybe this team will be the 65 Yankees, which will make all the Met fans in the metropolitan area happy. So I, I hesitate to lower the boom. But uh, again, uh, the Yankees seem to me to be the same team. Always injured, always hurt, always subject to hitting the ball out of the ballpark, uh, have the manager go, you know, never make a decision off the seat of his pants uh, and, and, you know, and basically not have any direction. And, you know, he, again, the manager, they love him and they and, and he they play hard for him. So, I mean, that's part of managing is have the team respond. And they do like him. They have his back. He has their back. He's one of the guys. But as far as, you know, listen, Stanton didn't run a second base. That's why he's on the IL. Torres half the time hasn't run. You know, I mean, he, he lets them get away with murder on that team. 
And, you know, last night is a scenario where he's got to do a better job of figuring out, you know what, I got a guy out there who's thrown 88 pitches. He's humming along. Let me give him another batter. A quantity, a soft single. Let me give him another batter. He didn't, and I lost. And I've done a lot of that. Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Mad Dog's Daily Bite is part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts.